You're listening to the Global Ooj Podcast, where every week we learn about the world through the eyes of entrepreneurship with your host, Ujwal Velagapudi. Roger Zakar had started commercial insurance in 1962 in Lebanon, our guest's late grandfather. Since then, the business has expanded into numerous countries across multiple continents as a strong and growing family business. Roger Zakar had started working in commercial insurance in the early 2000s and found that he loved the industry and the business of insurance. He started coming in 2017 and has since expanded into multiple countries, including Egypt and Greece. I was thankful to catch Roger for an interesting chat in the midst of all his business travels. So hope you enjoy and also forgive me for some of the technical issues. Welcome to the Global Ooj podcast, Roger Zakar with Commercial Insurance. How are you here today? Well, I'm good. Perfectly fine. Good, good. And uh, so you're traveling right now, so I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, and like you were showing me around a little bit before in the Cairo airport, pretty empty. So it's definitely a great time to travel and catch up with clients. It is. Actually, the the one thing which is... Uh, which was, I won't say good, but which was made easier was traveling, uh, going in and outside the airport. The only thing is that you, you, don't fi- you find very few flights. So we used to have a, a, so many different options of flying in and flying out. Now you have uh, a couple of timelines, of, of time slots, which change frequently. So uh, usually the, we, we used to depart at 9 and then it's 10 and that. It's it's so depending on the av- availability of of passengers, so it's right. quite weird having to to see what time you're going to fly this time. Right. Yeah. And so, could you? I don't. I know you were just asking me a little bit about what uh, we do in insurance, but just to give a quick background on what commercial insurance is and who Roger actually is. Uh, how did the company come to be? And uh, how did you, or where is the company today? And uh, a little bit about your personal background as well of how you had started and gotten involved with commercial insurance. Okay, so um, actually it's, it's very interesting. Uh, we've got a very interesting story and it starts uh, in, in Alexandria. Mm. So in 1920, my grandfather was one of the early innovators of the insurance industry in Egypt, oh, wow. and he, yeah, and he 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 had a company in Egypt, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, around 1958-59, they had the wave of nationalization. Mm-hmm. So uh, they took over the company, and. Uh, and merge it to form a state one. They actually mm-hmm. merge all the the private companies into a a state ones, a couple of okay. state ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he moved back to Lebanon because, you know, most of the Egyptians used to live back and forth coming uh, to Lebanon. It was their sort of summer uh, summer Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> So he moved back to Lebanon, and uh, they had a branch over there. So he goes to the branch, and, and he say, well, I'm here now. And, and the guy says, no, you're not here anymore. The company is not yours anymore. Oh, man. 
So uh, in 1962, he decided to to establish a new company, and he established uh, Commercial Insurance. Uh, so Commercial has been established since 1962. It's a uh, 100% privately owned it's a family business and mm-hmm. then my dad took over my dad took over and uh, started expanding outside of lebanon including saudi arabia uh, on his latest position he was talking two years ago the president of the uh, general arab insurance federation so what it was the insurance federation under which all country insurance associations uh, adhere to. Mm-hmm. So my father was the president of the Insurance Association of Lebanon and the president of the General Arab Insurance Federation, which I think has around 35 countries. Oh, wow. Okay. From, um, I think, Tunisia till, uh, till Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and so, so we're into the family business. We were always into the, uh, into into insurance. And I I joined twenty years ago, some twenty years ago. So uh, I joined as a, as an employee of commercial insurance, and I I liked the insurance a lot. And I started moving into working into the business development of the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, in late two thousand seventeen. Uh, we launched our InsurTech platform, which is called Common, which is an online insurance platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to say similar to Lemonade or to Pineapple. It's it's in between Pineapple and an aggregator. So you can okay. go in, buy your insurance policy, but you can't solve a claim. So it's a, okay. a, a, a different kind of InsurTech. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've launched in Lebanon. And we've launched in uh, Cairo and in Cyprus. Okay. So our insure tech common is uh, w- what we're trying to do is create a network of uh, of brokerage company all over the region. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we have our pillar, which is the insurance company in Lebanon, which has which give us all the know how, and we have uh, we, we tap in the human capital, and then we have the the brokerage units, which are sort of uh, our sales, uh, our sales, which work all over the region, and whenever we need to have any technical know-how, we tap in commercial insurance. Okay, so your, so your grandfather had started commercial insurance. Your father took over, and then now you've taken over that operations, and then simultaneously started Cummin, which is, would you say it's both a B two B and a B two C? You're dealing with the the individual uh, clients or customers as well as the brokers? No, it's a B2C. It's completely B2C. Okay. It's completely B2C. Okay. Uh, actually, what what we're trying to do is, is, is go B2C for mm-hmm. all personal lines. I, I, I don't think, personally, I don't think that for, uh, you know, standard insurances, uh, Travel insurances, personal, you know, small ticket insurances, you really need a broker. There's no, like, right. there's no added value. So I think that mm-hmm. going B2C is the way to do it. A, a broker has an added value in, in you know, big industrial risks or, or, mm-hmm. or complicated risks. But, you know, selling a, a travel insurance, I don't think is, uh, is of interest to the broker or uh, is of interest to the client to call the broker. It's Correct. tiny policies which are 
Mm-hmm. And then who is underwriting these? So for Cummin, that entire platform, all those policies are being underwritten by commercial insurance? Uh, depending on the com- countries and laws we operate under. So what we, what we do, for example, in Lebanon, we do underwrite it under commercial insurance. Mm-hmm. In uh, in uh, Egypt, we underwrite it with another insurance company. Okay. So depending on the country, the jurisdiction, the laws, the... Uh, right. So we have to abide by the laws. What we try to do is get the same insurance treaty. Okay. So at the end of the game, the, the, the two back end of the product is is the same whether you have it in um, in Egypt or Cyprus or Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, the underwriter, because there's not much underwriting, however, the underwriter is different. Mm-hmm. That's right. The so this is what we're trying to do. And a lot of the, so commercial insurance, you are the carrier, right? You are yes. under, underwriting and insuring these policies. So as far as the regulations, because you're dealing with multiple countries now, right? You're, you're, you said you've, your father had expanded into Saudi, uh, into, into Egypt as well. And so multiple countries, how has that been? Because for, for us, we deal with, uh, you know, companies like Allianz who are global, you know, right. And they're all over, all over the world. And it's, it can get pretty, pretty tough managing all the regulations all of the not just the regulations by country but then by state or province or territory within each country so uh, everybody has their own set of restrictions so how have you guys navigated that and especially with Cummin who is more uh, in the startup phase right so it must be even more challenging Actually, what, what it, it's it's very easy. What we're trying to, we we established a company in every in every country we operate in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's impossible to have one global setup, and, and this is what Alliance or the AXAs or the right. ARGs has done. So you have to create an entity in every country, and which you have to consider is a completely separate. independent entity, completely mm-hmm. separate. Uh, one one thing I've learned is treating every 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 country as a profit center. Right. So every country, they do have the same shareholding at the end of the day, but every country is working independently. So every country has, in a way, a complete ecosystem, a free ecosystem, whether it's uh, anything related to the legal or or to their auditor or to their accounting. But in a way, they all feed back into one uh, holding company. But it's impossible. uh, One thing I've learned is, you really have to separate uh, operation in every country. It's impossible to have one operation, especially nowadays with all the regulations, all the JDPR, all the data requirements. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's impossible to have uh, uh, one globalized uh, uh, center. So what we do is, for example, we have the same guidelines for our let's say, privacy and data security that we, t- we apply in, in Egypt, we apply in Lebanon, and we apply in Cyprus. So it's guidelines. So we have a book of procedure guidelines, and we try as much as we can to have a similar customer journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, processes, are, processes are different. Products are different. Um, it's, it's not easy. 
Cantonese, not easy. Right. You <laughs> have to follow laws in in in, in, in different countries. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, we do have someone who reads daily all the newspapers, seeing oh, what, really? what yeah. you know is 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 coming up, is popping up. Compliance uh, officer, regulatory officer. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it is in in a way it is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working. I, I I love our part of the region. In a way, it's very difficult to operate in it, but in a way, it's it's still so uh, so new. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking talking about, for example, in Lebanon, talking about insurtech. We were the first one, and then we're we're educating the market. Mm-hmm. We are having the similar uh, experience here in Cairo. Uh, Cyprus is a completely different ball game because we 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 don't speak Greek, we speak uh, Arabic, we speak right, English, we right. speak French, but we don't speak <laughs> Greek. So we have to really rely on the staff on the ground to, mm-hmm. to you know to 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 be able to relate and speak Greek. And uh, how did uh, you how did you even get to because of all those limiting factors? You don't speak the language and. Uh, how did you even get into Cyprus? Was that a, more of a business decision, saying this is a great market for us to enter and we need to make it work? Actually, what we decided to go into Cyprus for a very simple reason. Uh, first of all, it's in Europe. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and being in Europe, at the end of the day, is, is a great added value. Right. So... And second, uh, also it's 20, 20 minutes, a 20 minute flight, flight from Beirut. So uh, whenever we have to fly in, sign any paper, it's literally 20 minutes. So we fly in uh, and, uh, and we wanted to, to, to have our, if you look at where we are, so we operate in Africa, in, in the EU and in the Middle East, mm-hmm. in Asia. So we, we try to we try to combine a a three continent compliance exposure know-how. Mm-hmm. And one thing what we're trying to do is take the best practices of every country and implement them into the places where we are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that must be pretty tough to do with such a diverse set of countries because I'm sure every one of those continents you've mentioned is extremely diverse and then each one of the countries within those continents is even more so diverse and uh, these are for the most part also emerging or frontier markets where they're still changing pretty rapidly every year every few years the the governing bodies are changing the the consumers are changing their habits are changing so it's definitely a, a very hot and growing market but it's i'm sure it comes with some of the challenges of trying to adapt as a as a company to serve their needs uh yes actually it does but one thing which is very interesting is and something we 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 haven't tapped on but if you look at countries where insurance whether was not present um it's a great opportunity if if you look at africa people use you know, they used to live in villages with no communication whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then literally the, 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 the mobile operators came in and, and connected them 
So they were first connected via their phones. I mean, literally, you go into Africa, uh, you see nothing, but you see the guy connected with his phone to the to life, and 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 so whatever service you can provide him over the phone, um, he he will quickly adopt it because mm-hmm. he. he he, he had no alternative. The thing right. is about the thing is about education. Um, the thing is all about education. What takes time is education, but once the people get educated, it goes really very quickly. That's true. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so the hardest part we're suffering in is educating, but then we don't have to. There's there's we don't have the issue of uh, of of having to compete against another broker to get the client because there's no other broker it's all about competing against ourselves and educating the client and showing him the value of insurance and uh, capture that client right actually I, I we we have to board in like 10 minutes oh you do okay five minutes <laughs> okay all right, we'll, we'll wrap it up shortly. Um, just want to ask you as far as your underwriting systems, because that's what the company that I run today provides. So it's uh, it was a company that was started back in 2000 and it had gotten acquired by Oracle. So Oracle owns the, the product, but a lot of our team members are the same team members that started the company 20 years ago and they worked at Oracle or they didn't work at Oracle and they came with us after. So uh, we provide the consulting services for everybody that Oracle sells the product to. And so it was, uh, like I was mentioning, that's really been our true expertise as far as underwriting and really getting to the speed efficiency. And the underwriting platform is a completely zero code platform that nowadays zero code is you know, you're finding them more and more often, but 20 years ago, zero code was almost nowhere to be found, you know, for especially a web-based uh, software. So as far as underwriting, do you guys use an internal product or is it more Excel-based or how do you... No, we, 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 we don't use... Uh, actually, it's always a mix what, what what everybody I think what everybody tries to do and the smartest ways is to take the best of the available softwares and try to make them work together. Um, technically, I think uh, technically so. Uh, the CRM is a software. The uh, one product, the database is Oracle. Another one is we're not using any Oracle softwares. Mm-hmm. We have different ERPs. Uh, it's not. It's definitely not on Excel. At the end of the day, it's a core system right. which has a, a three sixty degree, so it it mm-hmm. can be a, an Excel. Uh, but uh, it, it would be definitely interesting to look at what you've done and 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 to give you the feedback, and and if it's a good product, I mean, I'm sure it's a good product. But if it's a product that can add added value to to our company, and if mm-hmm. it, Lebanon is an excellent platform uh, because of the great um, human capital we have to then expand into the region, which are 
way bigger markets than ours. Right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, what we really try to provide is we've been in the in the insurance space, the PNC world, for the past 20 years. So it's really understanding exactly what our carriers are providing, and then to be able to deliver a way to be able to streamline their operations so that like exactly like you're saying we're trying to build a foundation for customers where we're not addressing your needs today we're addressing your needs for 5 10 20 years down the road because usually when you make a technology investment it's for it's going to be for quite some time so uh, that's typically what we try to really learn about some of our customers and then develop those custom aspects out uh, it's true. I completely agree. I, I I would love to look at if you if you have any 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 documentation you can send. I would love yeah. to give you the, the feedback. And actually, you know, the market is 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 is, is really grow, growing. And and weirdly enough, we don't have we don't have any international big player. We have mainly the 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 local developed softwares, which mm-hmm. are uh, I can say they 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 work well. The ERPs. Uh, and then we we have nowadays the Indian companies which are coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue with the Indian companies uh, is that the, the 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 sometimes you have sometimes there's quite a difficulty in communicating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 the brand perception, which is I, I believe which is wrong, but still today the brand perception whether you bring a product coming in from Europe or the US or bringing the exact same product from. Uh, and yeah, the brand perception is different. So I think there, there might be a huge market uh, right. for companies. And I think a lot of companies are not exploring, uh, I have to go in, are not exploring yeah. our part of the world. Right. Zayek. Right. So, yeah, definitely, Roger, thank you so much again. But uh, it definitely seems like we'll have to chat again for sure and see what synergies there are and try and uh, provide you some resources over in. Um, uh, in North America and see how we can help your team. Yes. So, right. uh, but, but definitely, definitely we have to chat. I, I think they don't want to, to put me in the plane. <laughs> or they were waiting for me to finish the conversation. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening. But uh, but what's interesting, uh, in case you're, you're interested, it's just mm-hmm. if you can drop me an email. Yep. yep. About... Um, so, so definitely, it would be interesting to to see what you have, and and, and give you my feedback about. Uh, I'm sure the underwriting process is completely different, uh, but give you a little uh, feedback about the product. And I think that I, I always keep saying to all all, all the partners we're working, I, I work with, that there is a huge potential in this part of the work. Oh yeah, we the, tried the difficulty, to. Yeah, go ahead. And the difficulty is is. Is, is flying over and understanding the culture and uh, but but I mean if you look at markets in the Middle East whether the UAE or Saudi Arabia even Lebanon uh, there's, we're talking about markets which are huge mm-hmm. and relatively untapped right right uh, especially the MENA Africa plus Middle East region no. I mean those are Extremely large, so extremely, and the number of population and and from from you know they they just they're brand new they they mm-hmm. were developed for the last I mean the last 
20 years they were completely developed so right. uh, yeah it's not me it's a child crying next to me <laughs> so i think right. you know and and because they 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 brand new i think it's it's very interesting you know we, they don't have their own softwares or erp so whenever mm-hmm. it's similar to what we do so whenever you come with a new solution it's whether they like it or not right and and if they like it and, and you don't have competition it's either they take you or they don't and if they take you 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 know that you have a partner for the long term the difference right. in culture in 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 our part of the world is that uh, 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 it's more about making a little money over a long term than mm-hmm. rather than making a big licensing fee and then small money right so exactly. we have to think differently right that's that's been our mindset the whole the whole way it's we have all these enterprise clients multi writing billions and tens of billions in premium because we're looking at it from a 20, 30, 40 year relationship, not a one-time single transaction. So, um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, and like you said about learning the culture and being able to head over to that part of the world, I, I can be on a flight next week. So, so I would definitely love to keep chatting with you, Roger, and understand a little bit more about that region because it is so untapped, it's brand new and still so much more potential. So. It's it's, uh, it's 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 very interesting, and I and and the moment you really decide to want to explore that region, I can put you in contact with. It's a small mar- It's a it's a, a, a small market, but I can really put you in contact with the right people who can do do the introduction in the country you desire to 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 go see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, what would be interesting is is really if you can. I, I, just to, just for me to have a look at what you mm-hmm. you you have, what you offer, just for me to get right. a brief understanding, mm-hmm. and uh, upon that, I can tell you if we have something similar. I can mm-hmm. I, I can give you my own personal feedback. Right. And uh, I, I would look. I mean, I think it's always interesting to explore different options. Right. Right. And especially with our our network out in the United States, we have, you know, there's a lot of carriers, a lot of agencies that we can definitely collaborate with or I can introduce you to as well. So whether it's common or commercial insurance. Definitely. You know, know, I I only believe in collaboration. So, yeah, I know you probably got to jump on the flight right now, (laughs) but I will shoot you over an email. I'm just at the door. Hope you have uh, a so safe flight. I'm ready to. I'm ready to catch up anytime you want. Okay. Uh, drop me an email. You have my email. Yeah. Uh, and it was great chatting with you, actually. Thank you for that. Thank you for the you opportunity. Well. You as well. It was a pleasure. Safe, safe and, journey. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to to reading you. Yep. You as well. As well. And sorry for the disturbance. I mean, no, okay. it's uh, out of my hands. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Thank you so much again for taking the time, and hope you enjoyed the flight. Thank you. Yeah. See you, Roger. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Please do leave a comment on your thoughts about today's episode, and make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest on the global ouge. Or if you already have, please share with a friend that you think might enjoy.